coming at you from Scratch and Wolf Studio. This is the latest episode of Rage Across the Internet, your very favorite Worldview Pipeless podcast. Sitting to my left, we have producer Danwell Tyson. <laughs> hey, everyone. And across from me, as usual, Tommy Dixon. What's up, guys? <laughs> so, here we are. I, I gotta put that together. <laughs> you did that, I just pictured the Freddy <laughs> oh no! I know this is this is a day of ridiculousness. Just a little bit here in Scratchwell Studios. Yes, yes, it is ridiculous. <laughs> Not ridiculousness. It's just ridiculous. Why can't it be ridiculousness? Fine, have whatever you want, dude. Look, we are festooned in ridiculosity, and Ooh. that's the thing that matters. We just we just hit so many different types of words. <laughs> <laughs> Are they are they words though? Yeah, we are, we are just getting started for that. <laughs> this episode will get way better or worse. I don't know. It's crazy. Uh, we'll find out. How are we doing today? Oh, doing all right. It's recording day. Right. Gorgeous day outside. Kitten, we're inside. Anyway, we anyway, can see outside. Yeah, that's true. There and, are windows. I can, see, I can see the dead trees. Yes. All right. Had a nice um nice lunch. Thanks to a little uh, not sponsored Coney. <laughs> It's been a while. <laughs> One that we talked about a lot on the Discord. And it, it, it spawned us you getting Coney. <laughs> you want some Coney, man. I feel better after that launch, dude. <laughs> anyway. Gross. <laughs> oh, boy. Right? Morning, everyone. <laughs> or afternoon. <laughs> or evening, wherever you're from, and what time you're listening to this. I, I suspect it's morning, though, so what an unfortunate way to start the day. <laughs> so we're here. To us. And yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and then listening to Dan. Yeah, making me. Making oh me. my god! <laughs> this is ridiculous. This is hilarious. This is we got nothing. Oh, <laughs> All right, so we're here to talk about our podcast. One, we're here to talk about our. Oh my god! We're here that's to talk a, on a podcast. <laughs> that's it. That's the show. That's it. Wrap it up. We're, we're, no, we're going to talk about the podcast. Oh, okay. I'm just kidding. Now, you know what I'd like to talk about, though? Is that weirdo that delivered our food. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Hopefully so, he's not so, listening. Oh, I'm sure. So check this out, guys. You know, we're here at the studio. You know, we get, a, we get an episode, you know, under our belt. We're like, hey, you know, do some other, you know, behind the scenes work around shit. And it's like, yeah, let's, let's get some lunch. So food. we're up, you know, a little DoorDash. The guy comes. He shows up and peeks his head in. <laughs> he looks at me are you the band? Oh, no, no, you missed the best part of this. What's the best part? What's the best part of this? Well, almost best part, but still. He gives us the food. We close the door. Yes, oh my god, you're right. Yes, that happened first. That, that happened first. That happened first, So yeah. he, he handed us the food, and in the corner of his eye, he sees the podcast set up. Yeah, but he sees the We close the door. He knocks on the door and hands us a straw. We didn't order drinks. <laughs> and then he goes, are you guys in a band? <laughs> it's it's so odd. I'm just that, that, the fuck I, is the going? straw is the best part. No, the, no, you're right. You're right. The straw is the best part. Where did he even get it? Yeah, like got in his pocket in case he sees a podcast. In case of emergency, yeah. and you need to talk about some you, microphones. You have to get an emergency straw. <laughs> I look at him like I look at him like no, like and I'm starting to close the yeah, door. He's like slowly like trying I'm, to close the door I'm to get him to get this yeah. door closed. Like, please take the hint now. Please take the hint now. Because are you a, are you a producer? 
<laughs> you hear Danny off in the corner. It's me. <laughs> he is off in the corner too. Like the guy can't see him. He's like, nope, that's me. Because <laughs> I'm a music producer. I'm like, dude, I got to buy. I got to <laughs> Close door. Surprised he didn't show up at the window. <laughs> right. And just, yeah, start peeking in on us. Oh, oh my God. I, I like this though. This segue. You tell a story. We're doing an episode on storytelling. Oh, shit. Is that how we're doing it? Well, you know what? Apparently it is now. All right. Fine. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Hey, good call. Well, I mean, he, he told a good story, so. That was the one. Well, that was a joint effort story. It's it true. was And what a fucking shit. happened. Like, yeah. oh my God, that guy. You say it's pretty fresh. It just happened. Wait, did you say he was fresh? No. The oh. story. Okay. Really? <laughs> just making sure he wasn't fresh. I didn't oh, see him, so I don't know. It, it doesn't this matter. This is weird. It's just very weird. <laughs> I forgot about this. <laughs> the straw made it, dude. Yeah. The straw so like, it. why did you give me a straw? <laughs> you even looked at it. Yeah, I like, did. What? I looked at it. I was like, why am I holding this? <laughs> hey, why that door's open again? I see you got some stuff set up there. Can I come in? Fucking <laughs> no. Leave, please. <laughs> So we're here to talk about storytelling. Yes, we are. We yeah, we are. haven't done one of these in a while. No, yeah, time for time for another storyteller episode. Um, so we should do that. Yeah. Before all of this is for nothing and we have to restart the episode. Yeah, <laughs> they love listening to garbage. It's fine. Shit. <laughs> uh, you know, you guys are tuning in. So we thank you for that. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> Without you guys, we wouldn't keep doing it. So, hey. No, you know, it's, it's a great time to say, you know, thank you to all of our listeners, of course, our patrons, mm-hmm. you know, um, and it's true. You're the reason we're doing this. I mean, we're just being assholes having fun. We could do that without the microphones, though. It's true. <laughs> we do it constantly. Like, yeah, we were here like, for three hours prior to the first episode, just bullshitting. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, thank you guys for supporting us. Thank you, patrons. This soundboard is awesome. Right. It's kicking ass. Yeah. This is uh, so much better than, than what we had. <laughs> mm-hmm. And of course, you know, if you want to support us, a lot of ways to do that. Uh, Danny, what's a way? Tell us a way. Well, Patreon. These Patreon rewards, because we like giving back. We show our thanks for you showing your thanks. For us thanking you to begin with. There's a lot yeah. of thanks in there. It, it's just a big thank circle jerk. Yes. And That's then there are prizes. Hey, <laughs> prizes. There's a prize at the end. <laughs> <laughs> We're we so got, bad. <laughs> <laughs> we got our monthly hangout, sitting there in Discord, watching shitty movies. And afterward, we <laughs> how many times after the movie are we just sitting there bullshitting with everybody? Um, no, that's regular. Yeah, it's unless every- you're like me and you pass out because you drank too much. <laughs> Thanks, Stu. <laughs> yeah, okay, occasionally, um, someone and and I don't I don't even want to point fingers. No, it's well, but someone. It's it's always Tom. It's it's almost never Tom. That was my first time there. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll present some drinking game rules, which are thoroughly optional. I want to say that. Yes, it's not right a, now. Yeah, it's yeah, optional. But, I wish I knew they were optional when I joined in. <laughs> <laughs> I was already two tall boys in before the drinking game started. That was your first mistake. Mm-hmm. But you know, we have that, and then we have the NPC of the Month Club for the for twenty five tier. But yeah, that that is a great way. To show support, which we of course appreciate, absolutely. It's because of because uh, of our awesome patrons that we're able to do things like replace a soundboard on the fly or replace some yeah. jank ass broken headphones, Danny. 
<sighs> Sorry. It's on the list. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's next thing. Whatever. Tom, they're, work, they're working. <laughs> Tom, how else do we support the podcast? How else could they, the folks at home support the podcast? Give us a thumbs up on our Facebook posts. Go retweet our Twitter posts. You can give us five stars. Five stars. That that's the jam right there. That yeah, is the jam. Look at we don't know why the five there. stars is a big deal, but it's a big deal. Like it's the the algorithms and shit. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's Weaver stuff. Since yeah. five stars are nothing, they don't care about anything else. Yeah, it's so weird. We don't know why, but please, the the five stars is a big deal. It's it's the business end. It's not trying to stroke our egos here. <laughs> Just. You had to say stroke. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Another big way, though, is, you know, word of mouth. Yes. And it's weird that that we use stroke and mouth together. (laughs) No. No, you're making that correlation right now. (laughs) (laughs) Reel it in, guys. I don't know about all this. This will be fun. But word of mouth. No, that 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 is the biggest one. I mean, Mm -hmm. tell everybody. If if you've got someone interested in werewolf, tell them. Yep. Come our way. Come to our Discord. Yeah, hang out with us there. There's constant. almost always something going on. Yes. Constant chatter all the time. Like we, we built a really awesome community on that Discord. Yeah, we're super proud of that. Absolutely. A lot There's of awesome guys and girls in there. Mm-hmm. Constant you know, discussions, whether it's werewolf or not, pop culture, whatever. You know, they always hit the, uh, the new members with the, the inaugural questions. And then, hey, look, sometimes there's an occasional meme or gift war. And as soon as I say it, it's usually Tom who throws one random in there. <laughs> Can't help it. <laughs> and it starts. Yeah, we, we, we got a lot, a lot of stories of going on in there, too, right now. It's, it's big, spread. big thanks to our storytellers. Yes. You know, so, if you're looking for a game, come join the Discord. I'm I'm sure one of these guys... <laughs> you're sure somebody. Yeah. How did, I, how did I get to that Discord? Well, that's the website. Which is RageAcrossTheInternet.com. Dot com. No, Dot com. Not following that one. <laughs> Producer said no. <laughs> I'm not following you on oh, that okay. one. <laughs> yeah. Hit that website. Hit the forums. Yeah. News and announcements. It's right there. There's a link to the Discord. That is as easy as we will ever make it for people. Yeah. It's, we, we don't we want not you to cross over. The, there's a lot of cool stuff in that forum. Exactly. Too. And that's why we're keeping it there. Yep. That link will stay there because we want you to see the rest of the forums too. There's a lot of cool stuff there. Yeah. Check it out. Everything from, uh, you know, I think Ghost Paul's got a couple book reviews up there. I know he's got at least the one. I think the second one's really close. Okay, awesome. You know, we've got um, you know, questions, obviously, people ask. You know, we've got files from some of the old Nocturnus.net days. And if you don't know what that is, oh, you'll be in for a treat if you go take a look. You know, character essays, thoughts on fetish creation, on dealing with spirits. You have A Blanket of Anger, which is a short character essay that um, well, these guys know. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely worth a read. Oh, that was so cool. That was a good yeah. one. Um, you know, and hey, the old White Wolf news ticker <laughs> that was on the site before the uh, the apocalypse hit. I happen to have saved those files. They're there on the site. Yeah, I, I, I forgot about that one. I, I forget that often, and it's it's so weird to see. Yeah, it's it's a neat little look into the events surrounding the end of the original World of Darkness, right. which is nowhere else. So, exclusive content that is not ours, but... <laughs> It's otherwise lost to time. Right. So, yeah, make sure you check it out. Yeah, take a look. Like I said, in that Discord, that's the big one. Come hang out with us. Yeah, we'd love to see you. Yeah, new members are always welcome. But, hey, let's get back to to it. What do you say? Yeah, I think... uh, 
Or, enough, or, enough screwing around? Yeah, our jackassery is... Oh, it's about time to stop us. here. He's hit the limit on our jackassery. Well, I think we okay. were... Yeah, we were pushing it. We, yeah, we were going to push it there. So, all right, let's get to it. Um, we, again, have to work in the storyteller. We're talking about various aspects of putting together a story. Um, so, really, where do we want to start? I, I think the big one is going to be setting. Okay. I mean, yeah, everyone's got their character creations, and maybe leave that for the players. You know, that's their job. The players have their characters to worry about. As a storyteller... Oh, as a storyteller, everything is your problem. Right, but maybe start for start with the setting. Give them an idea of where their story is going to be. Well, absolutely. You know, and I mean that's something that should be discussed probably before the characters are created. Okay. If it's going to be relevant to those characters, uh, this is to say, okay, if you are running a game set out of the Sept of the Great, well, they're going to need to know that if your intention is for them to begin at the Sept of the Great and stay at the Sept of the Great. And, you know, they're going to need to know um, the era. Right. Obviously. Yeah, what time it is is definitely a big factor. But then you have situations like we can go back to um, Into the Breach, you know, the, the first the first stores you guys ran. Correct. Is you all came from different parts of the world. Mm-hmm. Ironically, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even get out of the time zone. But you chose places and, you know, you were brought to a location. You know, and that so that could be a little different because at that point, no matter where you guys came, I, I brought you to where I needed you. But that that is important. And the thing is, is you want to make sure you want that you want that cairn or that sept to get that thing fleshed out. So that's the most important to you, then. Well, I mean, you started with most important and then handed that to me. Um, it's I don't know about most important. I think most important is to make sure your NPCs are down. Okay. But we're we'll stick on location for the minute. You know. Um, that's fair. You you need to know. I mean, you obviously need to know where you are. Right. You know, you need to know what's that set called. What is what is this cairn? Who is here? Yeah, who's running Why it? Why is who's it your here? What's, yeah. what's its purpose? Yeah. What's the layout? What's, you know? what's going to be your job there, essentially? Because this is your home. Exactly. And that needs to be fully fleshed. I mean, if you want someone to call it home and be, you know, a part of it, like they want, they want to be home, mm-hmm. make sure it's fleshed out enough that they can call it home. And that's the thing, yeah. It, you need it to. You need to make it feel like home, one way or another. You know, if if you intend for that to be your character's home, you have to sell that that way, and not just go, "This is where you belong," because I said so. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of boring. <laughs> well, of course, yeah. It's, you can ring the bell. You got to do better, right? You know. Um, and if it's you know if it's a location, you don't know. And I and I recommend. I think I've said it before. I'll say it again. I, I feel strongly you should not be running stories set in the place that you live. It'll take characters out of the game. Yes, because any artistic license you take with the geography, your other players will catch on, and it will just, it'll remove them. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll take that immersion right away. It's not even like a, they're choosing to get break character and point out that, you know, this mile road does not go that far. It's that they know it, and they can't help but know that, and it, it just pulls them out. It's it's not even their fault. No, I see. If why they bring it up, it way. is. But <laughs> right, and, and and if they don't say it out loud, they're thinking it. Yep. So you already you know already broke immersion. Mm-hmm. Um, what I recommend, so I recommend somewhere that you, you you aren't. This way, you you have that freedom, even if you rip off a real place. Yeah, I'm sure that happens too. You know, like I, I could I could rip off downtown. But say this is in Cleveland, you'll fucking know. No, I wouldn't know. 
In fact, I could even go, it's very similar to. I wouldn't, because that's also taking you out of the game. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you could describe it just as it is. and go, yeah, you're in Cleveland. Prove it. That'll work. Because uh, we're not in Cleveland. Exactly. You don't know, you don't know Cleveland. Nope. Maybe mm-hmm. you've been through it twice. You set us down in the guilty and down in New Orleans. Yep. None of us have been there. You had. Yes, so you were able to actually reference it. And then when I went and visited, yeah, you referenced it really well. <laughs> well, and I'll tell you something else that I was about to bring this up. Something else I did was I went straight to Google Earth. So you okay. Took, you, you got live light. I went street view. You went street view and went down the streets to make sure. To make sure. Yeah. That's wow. awesome. Yeah, so that's, sure. that's, that's ringing the bell for a storyteller right there. That was mm-hmm. above and beyond. Well, thank you. You know, I want to make sure I remember how the feel was. You know, I can do that part. But I wanted to make sure the geography was correct. You know, when I talked about the, the Technicolor houses yeah. on top of each other, that's a detail I had missed. I found that from Google Earth. I didn't grab that from my memory. Oh, wow. Well, I, I, I pinged it because you told it. Right, yeah, because it was I already in visit, the mind. Yeah, yeah. I went to visit it. It was right on the money. So, yeah, you, Google Earth. And when you check. went to visit, that was how long after that chronicle? About a year. Yeah. It stuck out to you that much well, that, that you remember. Chronicle, yes. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a big chronicle. But also, thank you. Yeah. And, you know, it says something. Mm-hmm. That's kind of my like, point. Bring I that spent up. one of those days, one of my days down there, I spent looking for the hotel. And ironically, we found out after the fact. It got renamed. Yeah, that it got renamed <laughs> since I had been there last. That's a Because I was like, dude, I'm standing here, but I don't see it. <laughs> and and it, like, I'm like, I'm describing the fountain, I think. And I'm yep. like, no, you're, you're in front of it. Yeah, I was, I was snapping photos and sending them to him. He's like, you're standing in front of it. I'm like, well, it's not it's not called that anymore. Well, and I was like, crap, I ate there yesterday. <laughs> That's awesome. Right? That's awesome. So, that yeah, setting is extremely important. Yeah, and again, that's, you know, take that extra effort. You know, if you haven't been... So you don't have to, like, fine-tooth comb. You don't have to have all, all the street names correct, you, you know? Uh, that's, that, it's, it's, that's the minor just, shit that just doesn't enough matter. detail to paint the picture. Right. You know, grab um, grab a quick map for, for the larger scale. You know, um, little known fact. And we, we kind of mentioned the guilty again, not too bad. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, well, by this time, the patrons who are on that level... They're, they're at least... They're getting they, they that location chapter. now. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, you know, with the, suite, the, the Sept of the Scratching Wolf. Not the studio, of, but the sect, <laughs> yep. is, um, is in Delacroix. But originally, it was in, it was out the outskirts of New Orleans proper. Okay. And as I was developing the Riverfront sept, you know, and I'm like, well, I just, I, this should be further out. And I just, I knew that, you know. Well, if you can say New Orleans, it's close enough, but it, it really should be further out. Right. So, uh, now we'll put it in Delacroix. Because Bob Dylan. <laughs> I like the reasoning right. behind no, that. You know, frankly, that's why I chose Delacroix. Okay. You know, it, it fit the bill for what I needed, and also I was listening to Blood on the Tracks. Nice. So, nice. Hey, whatever works, A little man. tangled up in blue reference, there you go. Hey, if that's what helps you get in that mindset, though. Yeah. It's a hell of an inspiration. And it's, it, music is, I think, uh-huh. the, the absolute best you can go for inspiration. Which, again, as a storyteller episode, I think that's a good idea to bring stuff like that up. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's, you know, bottom line, there is a song for everything. 
Mm-hmm. Music has existed long enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, it has. That there is there is a song for just about every situation, every emotion you could go through, every setting, and and sometimes not only as in, not quite as intended. You know that you can interpret it a different way, and sometimes intentionally allow yourself to interpret it that way. Mm-hmm. You know to help. You know, um, you know, recharge those batteries or those creative batteries, or or um, you get yourself in a mindset. That normally you wouldn't, you know. Um, I, I look, I look to a. There's a song by a band called The Thermals. I, I, I've made you listen to this, Danny. Yes, I don't I know about remember. you, Tom. But I know I've made you listen to it. Um, called "An Ear for Baby." That's I'm a, remembering that's a title. It. And what the song is about does not matter. All right, because okay. there's yeah. a way yeah. to listen to this song. Yeah, I'm remembering now. That it's about whiplash. Yeah, giving the business to a new group of cubs. I don't remember. That. I don't think you showed me the song. All right, it's um, but, and that's it, clearly not what the song is about. No, of course it's not. Like, who the fuck is Whiplash and what? You know what I mean? But <laughs> give them the business. Like lose your intentions, lose your common sense. It's time to groom you for judgment. Mm. Strip to a numbness stare. Strip to your underwear. It's time for you to be cleansed. Keep your eyes straight, for God's sake. Remember, we're your friends. I like that. Yeah. I mean, those are just that's lyrics. Very, I'm reading those very lyrics. Whiplash. Right. You know, those are just lyrics from the song. And obviously, I'm not singing them there. Mm-hmm. But, you do, know. Yeah, do you really need to? It's Right. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, if we're sticking to the setting now, and you're using stuff like music as inspiration, what other kinds of things could you focus on to make sure this is sticking to those players? Uh, we're talking about the set, right? Talking about the care, what it looks like, time. You know, what, what other kinds of things could you do to help, as a storyteller, bring that life to a character? Well, I think, well, to a character to or a to player? A... Both. I think he meant player, because I, I could see he's probably trying to segue this into the NPCs. A little bit. Is that what's happening? Yeah, kind yeah. of. So is that what I should do? Yep. Yeah, okay. Sure. That's where I was going to go to. Okay. He, he beat me to the punch. All right, all right. Well, you know, first of all, descriptions are important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the devil's in the details, but also you need to know when to stop. Which of those details are important and which are not? Right. You know, um, and, and what those details say about someone. You know, I'm, if I'm describing someone, you know, uh, who, who's got the, the button-up front shirt, I'm not counting the fucking buttons. Unless he, it's buttoned up wrong. Oh, oh, okay. And is that done on purpose? Well, probably. If, if I'm probably not. Okay. You know, I mean, it's a it's a character. We we you make a character here. I just invented, a, you know, mm-hmm. probably not. I'm probably doing that to show that this guy's kind of a slob or maybe an idiot, or he just got up and it was very disheveled. Like he got rushed awake. I mean, could be possible. Thing, yeah. I mean, but I think at that point he'd be putting the shirt on as he came down. That's true. Yeah. You know, to have some guy with a button-up shirt and he's it's buttoned wrong. <laughs> I, I want to show that he's either a, you know like a messy he's messy or he's an idiot. Maybe both. You know, yeah, so yeah, or shirts makes, backwards. This guy is what's what's wrong. Or it's with inside him. out. Yeah, right. Oh, that makes sense because what's the purpose of having the number of buttons in that description unless it's unless it's somewhat relevant yeah, to something? Exactly. And why would that ever be relevant to something? Right. But again, I, I just get done saying the devil's in the details. Well, there's such a thing as too much. Okay. You want to give you want to give room for a little bit of interpretation on the part of the player, mm-hmm. but. To hit the the hit the high notes on it, you know you you wanna, you know you talk about Sage Windover Mountain and okay you know you, you talk about how he's he's bald he shaves his head bald you talk about the the rich brown eyes and and how they're 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 kind eyes mm-hmm. 
they're not that hardened killer's eyes that you would expect from a, a Garu of someone at that station. You know, you throw in a little, uh, a little extra thing, like, you know, because he's got a little bird, birdish nose, for example. You know, a little thin, little creepy nose. <laughs> <laughs> you know, where you mentioned that it looks like it's been broken half a dozen times, and that informs the character, too. Yeah, and he's a fighter. You know, and, and it's what is what he's wearing important right then. If you have if you have like an iconic vision of the character in mind, sure. Mm-hmm. But people change their shirts. They change the you know. I hopefully, hopefully people change their clothes. <laughs> I've been inside for a while because of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I, I work from home. I don't know. You see me wearing the same stuff every time I come over. I do. So I don't know that you change clothes, I, but I believe you do. We can hope. I, we can hope. But you know, what I mean that that shit changes from time to time. So if you have an iconic look, cool. But, you know, the, the color of the shoelaces is only relevant... If the shoes are relevant to you explaining the details. Right. And if, if, unless it speaks to the person's character. Like one we know that always wears combat boots. Uh-huh. That spoke about that character, because that's their style. Yeah. Like, you can distill that style into at least assumed character traits. Right. You know, and you want to give... You don't have to go over every single scar. Just say he's riddled with scars, and if there's one in particular you want them to focus on, or you, or you feel, mention the one. Maybe mention maybe the two, but don't make a meal out of it. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. if you're going to make them and, and describe those, describe like their shape, that way they can get an idea of how they got that scar. Well, see, I, I don't... And again, is that two Maybe parts? just one. Yeah, cause, well, there is such a thing as too well, much this, description. This is also the beginning introduction. Say, further on, you get to know them more, then yeah, you can get in-depth detail if you wanted to. But and, this and, is this the initial introduction. And if the guy's wearing a t-shirt, how the fuck do you know what the scar in his chest looks like? But you can point that out later as a character-building moment, or perhaps to try to mm-hmm. fish a response out of a player. But there is such a thing as over-explaining. You know, you look at, um, and I'm going to go back to the to Cairns for a second, you look at something like the Sept of the Sweet Summer Rain. And I provided you guys with a with a map. Yeah. And it was a, a map I did in Photoshop X amount of years ago. <laughs> it might as well have been in paint, but, you know, it it's also... It's still enough, though. It's enough info on it, though. Right. And I mean, I also took the, you know, took the trouble of changing the color of, like, the brown for the elevation changes, mm-hmm. you know, to, to show that kind of thing, mm-hmm. whether that stuck immediately or not. But, you know, there that that page was. You know, I don't have to explain how many feet the, that little bridge was. I have to explain how long that goes. You can just... Yeah, visualize you it. You feel it out. You visualize it. Yeah. There's, an, yeah, there's enough... Yes, it obviously was an older picture, but it was enough <laughs> detail in the picture for us to get that feeling of the sept but and now, the cairn. Now, imagine if I explained all of that. Oh, I'd be bored. And, exactly. That's my point. Yeah. There's a point to where when, when you when people will fade out, uh-huh. they will tune the fuck out. I played a D and E game um, years and years ago. You know, I have played other games, guys. <laughs> not Shocker. A, not a lot of them, because you know, I want to cheat on Werewolf. But you to start somewhere. I started with Werewolf. Oh you, really? You dabble. You see other people for a while, and you know, go back to what works for you. Uh, but, <laughs> but I played, you know, and the guy was a, he was knowledgeable in D&D, you know, and we've talked about my problem with D&D before with, uh-huh. you know, so there wasn't any, you know, yeah, no, no fucking context for anything. But he would explain something very well, very detailed, you know, the, the finish of like the countertop of the dungeon or whatever, and the, 
here's, you know, here's, here's the torches on the wall. And he'd go into fine detail about how the, how the wood smelt from the torches burn. And then by the time he got done talking, you forgot the shit he said to begin with. Unfortunately, during that beginning part was like the trick to find the secret door or whatever, you know? (laughs) So too much detail. Yes. Can be a problem. Is only going to take you out of it. After a certain point. So give give your players room to fill in some of those blanks. Hit the high notes. And it'd be detailed with those high notes. But just the high notes, you know? Well, I get it. And then that gives you room for future growth. They can then start, you know, obviously talking to these NPCs and finding out more about them, more about their styles and Certainly. scars and stuff like that. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, character growth. That's a... And that's what helps build the home sept as well. Absolutely, because you need that cast of characters. You know, you can't have a sept without Garu. That's what a sept is. <laughs> you know, a sept is a group of Garu living together. Yep. Usually in a cairn. Yes. So you can't... There have to be people. So make them. Make them count. Yeah, don't interchange them. I think that's such a big deal. It's not pushed upon enough. Yeah, you shouldn't be able to... A Dead Man Dempsey story and a Jude story shouldn't look anywhere near each other. No. A Dead Man Dempsey story and a Whiplash story shouldn't be the same story. And they're in the same pack. They're two <laughs> so they'd probably different both, Garu. Yeah, they're different Garu, different experiences, different, you know. you know, They've taken different paths in their lives, different tribes, different totems. Or not different totems, but different auspices. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're different people. You know, they'll handle the problem differently. And it's, it's important, yeah, they're not, if they're interchangeable, you're doing something wrong already. Yeah, and and we have mentioned that before, I just, like I said, I think it's it's not pushed upon enough. It needs to be hammered down. If you're interchanging them like that, what is the purpose of your story, other than because that's I want to tell NPC it? That's cannon fodder at that point, because you're not going to build a relationship with them. Oh, that's true. And you, you want your players to build relationships with these characters. Yeah. Oh my God! You you need that. That's to what happen. makes it so it feels like home. You have that that safe space. I would, I would say. Oh yeah. No, I'm I'm afraid because we have some really strong relationships with some of the NPCs in our game. That one of these times, Porter's just going to pull some of them right out from underneath us. And no one lives forever. Yeah. And that's my. It's fear. a game. Of, it's a game of the apocalypse, man. It's and and it's it's going to be that much more devastating. Oh yeah, it it's going to suck. And, but see, that's awesome. Yeah, and that makes for because, a better story. Yeah, because you guys give a shit. Yes. So it means something. Right. It, it's a big deal, and the character growth should help your push your game forward. Well, you know, the last thing I would want is if, you know, you played a game we played next week, and Dead Man Dempsey is killed. Mm-hmm. See, I'm already seeing a response from you guys, which is amazing. Yeah, like... The thing you don't want to have happen is... I'm which staring one? at him going, why? Is the thing you don't want to hear is which one was that? Yeah, that. Oh, yeah. the red one's dead. No oh, bummer. Because Irish, not oh. red fur. <laughs> was he got reddish fur? Yeah, no, I give it. I give it to you. <laughs> My option was the black or white one. Other than that, that is that sounds bad. No matter what. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like his whiplash, it's butchers or it's Dempsey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the bald one. Hey, now. I was referring to fur though. No, see, he pointed at me no, when he said yeah, bald. Yeah. But you gave that away. You could, uh, 
Well, could have left that in the bag. You could have left that. You could have been like, you know, whatever. It's pointing <laughs> to my luscious blonde locks. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Maybe not in that tone. I whatever. I'm blonde. I'm bald. I don't care. He almost said blonde. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got setting, we got NPCs. Those are two big ones. Well, yeah, and I mean, I mean, the NPCs are so damn important. And we also have the Cairns. We did mention that, yeah. Yep. Setting, Cairn, NPC, those are big. I'm making sure you've got a good initial story. Yeah, you know, it's it's just integral. It, it's it's the supporting stuff. It's it's the world around you, you know. We, we talk, uh, and, uh, hand it over, please. Like we uh, talk about, thank you. You know, cardboard town. Yes, yeah, I mean we haven't that. in a while, so so maybe it bears a refresher. Yeah, I mean season two deep dive. You know, cardboard town is that is basically what it sounds like. It, it's it's the cardboard sets at the kids' school play. <laughs> you know, it, it it's stuff that you can just just keep throwing in the same knock over, over again. <laughs> knock them. There's over. no depth to it. <laughs> Not the kids, man. The set. <laughs> This guy. Oh, what a guy. That's, this I guy. Oh, no, that's not he's, what happened. He's kicking babies. You know, that's not what happened. Please keep going. Only yours. You can't, not other people's. <sighs> Fine. One is child abuse. One is just, you don't respect your own property. Um, <laughs> There's a callback. <laughs> yeah, it's up to him. But, no, Cardboard Town is, is that two-dimensional nothing place that you saw in Final Fantasy One. Oh, that has no yeah. meaning. Yeah, that has no meaning, and it's just here's. You mean your starter town? Yeah, yeah. or any of the towns. It's true because there's no story there. There's nothing alive about it. It's just you know. It's just a place to heal. Yeah, where you talk to the people, the inhabitants of Cardboard Town, and they say the castle is down in the valley. Every the castle is down in the valley. That, yeah, that sounds pretty boring. The castle is down in the valley. I see what you're doing there. But that's the, the castle is down in the valley. <laughs> right. He had enough pause. I thought he wasn't going to do it again. <laughs> I know. That's why I had to do it again. Uh, <laughs> but there you go. There's nothing to them. You know? Your NPCs are not there to exposit at the players. You know, they should be living, breathing people the, the way that you want your players' characters to be living, breathing people. They have shit to do in a day. Mm-hmm. You know, sure... You're going to use them as storyteller to further a story or to help build relationships to for a further story. Mm-hmm. But you want to make them people. You know, the purpose of, of Whiplash or Kasai Moonwalker or Shadowboxer or any of these NPCs that you guys are familiar with isn't to serve you. No. I mean, you can even do it with the kin that are there. Like, I know you've done this before. One of our kin came in and he was having a rough time at home and you could just... The way you described him and the way he was talking, you could tell he was just visibly disheveled. Yeah. And, and that puts depth to that character. Like, he cares so much about his home life, and he's still got to come to work and do his things. And, and while we're on it, that was an NPC that would bring you guys coffee when you were on Bond Patrol. Or sneak, like, a Happy Meal your way, because you were kids. And being a guy who sucks, mm-hmm. and losing your childhood sucks. Yep. So if he can sneak something little like that to you guys... To make to, it just to, to help that much more? Yeah, just to make life suck a little bit less, he'd do it. Because he's that good of a guy. Yeah, but but you knew that. But that's that. getting it out of two, you know, cardboard right. town. He's not the, the castles that way. Oh, not at all. He's like, <laughs> you know, he's like, I hope you guys like chicken. He's like, I need chicken nuggets. 
you're you're little kids. You still like chicken nuggets, right? <laughs> as long as it's not a Happy Meal, because <laughs> I, mean, I need more than just four pieces of chicken nugget. <laughs> but but you know, it's it's, right. it's that gesture, yeah. And it's it's that guy. You know, in this case, it's you know Roy. Mm-hmm. And you, you're right. When there was something wrong, I described him differently than normal. You know, and I don't describe these characters every time. I, I expect and I hope that those descriptions have landed with you. Oh yeah, and you have you've built that mental image. So when I come at you and say that his shirt's wrinkled, and there's a spot on his tie, and you know, he's sobbing. Well, or, that's that's more or, of a giveaway, sir. But okay, well, maybe <laughs> not sobbing red eyes or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, maybe red eye and yeah, his face, his eyes are a little puffy. Yeah. You know, he's he he's got a couple days stubble under him, and you go, "What's wrong with Roy?" Mm-hmm. Because you know that's not how he looks normally. You know, he's stammering or looking away from you when he talks. That's not Roy. Right. What's wrong? You know, you have to be able to present that, you know. Um, it's no good. I mean, you could just go, oh, there's something weird going on with Roy, with Ray. Ray's a different guy now. With Ray. <laughs> well, we've established Roy. Okay. So there's something, Fair. you know, Whiplash goes, oh, there's something wrong with Ray. Go figure it out. That's not how you want to tell a story. No, that's boring. Exactly. That's like that's the boring version that's of him being disheveled. Yes, that's cardboard <laughs> time. The castle is in the valley. It's it's here's where you got to go. Go do it. It's, yep. it's very linear. Exactly. You know, and I can't make you guys care about Roy, but I can fucking try. And uh-huh. you successfully did it because I visit that guy on the regular, <laughs> right? Yeah, love Roy. Well, now here's the thing: you got you got two chronicles in with with, with somebody with you know your your players. Mm-hmm. You're introducing a new location that they have to be in for five, six chapters. Okay. How do you make this place feel like home for them? Well, I don't know that I want to. Okay. It, it depends on the context of the story. For example, okay, um, our previous chronicle, that we just mm-hmm. put a stake through its heart and mm-hmm. threw it in the ocean. <laughs> Thankfully. <laughs> um, shadows and tall trees. You know, you guys were sent to, it was from Jersey... In in the early spring, you know, to yeah, to uh, to Wyoming, mm-hmm. in in the mountains, like you're in the Rockies, you know, cold, but desolate. Oh yeah, compared Ooh. to where we were, yeah, compared to our home in, set, in much much warmer compared to your home set. You're Wyoming. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's it's a different climate, right? No, I, I get what you're saying, and and I didn't want to make you guys feel it. So you... I wanted a... a I'm just, go ahead. Well, is it so you didn't put as much detail in it, or you put enough detail in it where we wouldn't like it? Well, that wife, you might have to tell me that. But, you know, what I tried to do is, again, I gave you guys a map. Mm-hmm. In fact, I gave you guys two maps. Yep, we yes. did. We had the outside area and the inside area. Yeah, there was the, this is inside the cairn, and then here's the cairn to scale with your surroundings to really hit home the isolation. Mm-hmm. And that was something that was important. How isolated this cairn was from everything. The the Garu at that sept, I, I described a few of them, but not everybody. Right. You know, there were familiar faces there, thank fuck, and that's something you guys could lean on. Right. So that's probably one way that helped, is we yeah, had a familiar you, you pack. had there. a familiar pack, a pack that you knew, and that's cool. But you didn't know everyone else. In fact, the only other person you knew... <laughs> um, had attacked us previous Yeah, the, the Danny, not previous, but... A while back. Yeah, a while back, yeah. Yeah, the, the Danny fought in a story. <laughs> yeah. 
Not my favorite person ever. You know, um, you were on your hiatus, Tom. I know. Okay. And, and you were you were watched, mm-hmm. and you were kind of mistrusted. I mean, you dropped a name, and it changed things a bit. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want it to feel like home. Oh, it didn't. Yeah. Trust so, me, that's not how it was. But I'm just saying, like, how do you paint? A, you know, how do you paint it enough? So you make those details just not so welcoming. Well, yeah, you take what you take what's um, similar about home. You know, if you want to make it feel like home, you find the things that are similar, mm-hmm. and you touch down on those. And and so you focus on on little things like, for example, um, you you both had sources of water in the cairn proper. I mean, this is just a small thing, but you perhaps have these guys hanging out, a group of Garu or two, casually hanging out by this particular source of water, right. like say the lake where the Silver Star likes to hang out. You know, when you draw those parallel visions and, you know, ideally you guys feel like, oh, we could probably approach these people because they, like these other Garu we know that hang out by the pond, <laughs> you know. No, I see where you're going with it, yeah. And, and it makes sense for like a temporary, you know, off of your normal setting kind of thing. Yeah, you don't want that to be your home, especially if it's only temporary. Well, that depends on what you're doing with it. Okay. If my goal had been... For at the end of the chronicle, for that step to be taken, mm-hmm. I did done everything in my power to make that feel like home to you guys, to oh. make you feel the loss of the place. Okay, I was gonna say so. That makes a lot of sense because that would just drive the story and our ambition to keep it. Yeah, and then I'm and, gonna break your heart at the end. Of yeah, it. I was gonna say, and they would just yeah, exactly. I still like the place. Though. You painted it up well. Yeah, I didn't. Just, I didn't want to make it hostile, but I didn't want to make it home. Yeah. Definitely didn't feel like home, but it, I liked it. Oh, so it's, yeah, so it's the fine line. You gotta, yeah, you gotta you, skate that you, fine line. You gotta know what you want out of a place, mm-hmm. you know. And when I was designing the Sept of the Dancing Heaven, I wanted I, I was going with you know again isolation and uh, a, a sense of exploration, okay. perhaps wonderment and mystery. You hit on all. Oh of those. yeah, the hit big time. Those you know, hit. Yeah, and, and, you hit on all of those. And you know, I did. And you notice, or I don't know if this had anything to do with it. So maybe I'm gonna be the asshole right here. But like how there was the cave maze to get into the sept proper. Yeah. It was one of the big ones. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And there were the tunnels that were dug to different, you know, you couldn't just go to the grave of the fallen heroes or the the personal shrines. Mm -hmm. It was this tunnel through here and you wind and oh, what's around this corner? Could have been a trap. Could have been a trap. I mean, ideally not. You're going to fucking. Right. right. But But still. But it could have been. Who knows where these are leading? You know, I wanted to create that sense of exploration and wonder and curiosity. Yeah, that wonder. Well, that was the big one with those caves. Yeah, where, you know, don't just... Someone will escort you. You will get lost for hours. And then eventually you yeah. started to learn the way because you spent so much time there. <laughs> Man, that's... Just remembering that story. It wasn't as bad as we thought it was. <laughs> no, it really wasn't. It was a great story. It was it's an just, awesome story. It's just... COVID killed it. COVID yeah. threw the pacing off it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were we were just about to hit the what is it the, the climax? Called? No, the climax is what's the word where it's like you hit the main problem in a in a, in a like a movie. There's a the like special word for it. The bucket. <laughs> yeah, I'm not being helpful. No, not sorry. Oh, anyway, but no, actually, I, I think this is I want to. This is something to touch on too. Is pacing okay? Because we had this, you know, the shadows and tall trees. You know, it was my next chronicle. I was very excited. I had I had goals. Oh, yeah. I wanted to scare you guys. I mean, it worked. You did. Yeah, <laughs> like I wanted to mess with your heads. I wanted to get that worked too. deep horror elements. I wanted to lean in heavy spiritual elements. You oh, know, those worked. <laughs> I, I had 
I had goals. I had a fucking agenda. You know, chickens were coming home to roost. I was wrapping things up. I was opening new doors. And then this fucking virus hits. Yeah. And it's right where we're getting down to the nitty gritty. And he's about to really start hammering stuff at us. Yep. They, they have been they have been at this set uncovering this mystery. There's a mystery illness. There's a mystery thing here. And are they related? Are they not? And they're starting to build the pieces together. And, and, and it's it's like seventy five percent complete, and I know the next story <laughs> is going to be. I'm going to unveil the next twenty five because now you've found the problem. We you, just have to figure out how to solve. Yeah, it. <laughs> and it's a big problem. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not. It's not the solution. Now you understand the full gravity of your situation. Right. Work on the solution now. Yep. You know the question. Here's you know figure out the answer. So you're just about to get the whole of the question. <laughs> and COVID benches us for how long? Oh, man. It was like eight months, almost six months. At least. Yeah, you know, and in the course of that, we lose a player. Yeah, we yeah. lost a player. <laughs> yeah, that's... You know, and we lost the thirst. Yep, unfortunate. So I have to pare down. I can't remove. I have to pare down. Yeah, you almost, have to, you almost have to dumb it down for us. And I don't, I don't mean that, yeah, not, that, not, like, not, not dumb it down. He has to kind of spoon feed. A, a little, little bit, bit of yeah. the spirit portion of it that he did not want to do. Yeah, and I, and moreover, I couldn't go as far with it as I wanted to. Mm-hmm. So I really, I pulled it back probably 60%. Yeah. Which is nuts. Yeah, and then, again, you were at the you were at the precipice of figuring this out on your own, and I was so proud of you guys. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I never got to see them, but I know you had a, a thread, a text thread, where you were discussing everything and theorizing about what was happening, and I was so proud of that. Too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just us three and not Porter. <laughs> So, like, I felt bad at times. Like, oh, but, I didn't. Yeah, no, but I, <laughs> no, I, I, like, I can't see but it. leave Porter out of the conversation that we're all having. But I, I can't help with the conversation. Right. And I didn't want him involved because he'd be the one sitting there with his freaking devil's advocate and throwing us off. Yeah. That's true, because I will play devil's advocate <laughs> yes, no matter what, or I'll say nothing, and then what fun is that for me? Exactly. So, but the point is, is we're just there, and then we have to take, what, the month it was, I believe, initially. Mm-hmm. You know, month or two. Yeah, we went just to feel out the virus because it just hit. So we right, like so it was the or month two. or two or whatever it was off, and then then all that momentum's gone. Yep. Because, hey, there's a virus that people are worried about. There's where am I working? Am I not? All, all the shit in life plus the extra virus shit. Mm-hmm. So we went back to game again, however many months it was later. You guys had forgotten all of those leads and yeah. all of the all the theorizing. And, I mean, before game, remember, we had to sit down and have a refresher we yeah, had a refreshing we, game. Yeah, yeah, we, we, yeah, we decided, our, okay, we're back on game. And we decided we're not actually going to play today. We're just going to discuss and try and build that back up where we were. Right. To, we to, almost got it again, too. Yeah, but it was a lot of force-feeding you the stuff that you already knew but forgot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that didn't build the momentum back. It just kind of jogged your memories. So, and it was kind of a long way around it, but... The pacing of that matters. Yeah. The pacing of everything matters. So yeah, that's, that's another well, big yeah, one for this, storytellers. Yeah, this is, what, this is why we're talking about it. When you're planning your story, mm-hmm. you know, have, have your chronicle planned out. You know, I, I start with like a skeleton. Something usually as simple as, you know, you, you, you bring out a number of chapters you think it's going to take to tell what you want to tell. You give them a title and like a sentence synopsis of what you want to accomplish in that particular game. Right. And... As you go, and you start to flesh those out, you know, you flesh out that skeleton, boom, look at that, we're making people. 
You know, it's that easy. Yeah, it's all it takes. It's all it takes. It's just a, a word processor in a skeleton. Wow. All right. Print screen. Now, <laughs> no, like as, as you build on that idea, you know, each individual idea, and you don't even necessarily have to go in order, but know where you want things to be, know the pacing, know, okay, I want, I want things to really ramp up here. And then I'm going to hit them with this and then give a few stories for Fallout and then hit them with that. And if you know that, mm-hmm. and you start writing out, and you know, you start small, kind of sentence or two, and then build on it here. You go to the first one, you build on it there. A little bit, a little time, maybe a couple paragraphs here and there. Maybe sit down and do the full script of one. However, works best for you. But go over it again in your head and look at the beats and factor in how often you meet, because that's part of it. If you're getting together every week, you know, maybe even twice a week. I know some. I miss those days. Right. Well, you know, you do, yeah. something like every week, you think about the pacing of something like the guilty. That would have been way too fast. That would have been breakneck speed. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's we too much, be able too to... quick. There's no time to savor or to let something sink sink in. That's exactly what I was gonna say. We wouldn't be able to savor in everything you gave us. It's, it would be way. Too... It was a lot to begin with, and we were only doing it once a month. Yeah, right. I like that the patrons are getting it once a month, so they're getting it at the same pacing we had. So it's <laughs> gonna work out perfectly. It really should. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, there you go. You have to factor in how often you meet. Yeah. Because that will affect the pacing of your game. You know, um, how you tell the story will affect the pacing of your game. The, the words you choose, the, the speed of which you speak. Uh-huh. You know, I can take a step back here, and I can slow it down, and I can use my words and my, my pacing to build tension. Oh, yeah, he did that, that does it. <laughs> <laughs> and switch over and to the Dark Horse voice. And then slowly, I mean, I bring you in this way. Uh-huh. Because what's the next step? It's just around the corner. And then at the same time, when you get something... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sorry, Danny. That was a little creepy. That was good. He was yep. drawing us both in. We're yeah. like, okay, where are we going with this? Yeah, they, they, they were both leaning forward, too. It was awesome. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, you use that, you know, so pacing in, in the games is their schedule, pacing in how you're telling the game. Right. Because, you know, as, as you speed up, you can you can build a different type of tension or anxiety. If you start to speak quicker and things are happening around you, the bolts are flying, you look to your left and you see your partner bleeding out. What do you do? The, the frame or they're reloading. Fuck. Make your roll. Duh. Give me go. Duh. Uh, I don't have any dice. Tom. <laughs> uh, two successes. Excellent. I don't know why. <laughs> we didn't... <laughs> I didn't really present that situation Nope, there. but I got two successes on the roll. Oh, quick what? thinking. There you go. Yeah, I couldn't do it. But, but do you see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like how I just... You were a deer in headlights right yep, there. Yep, that's what it was. I was like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? He would have failed my rank challenge. <laughs> yes, he would have. Probably, yeah. But, you know, and just remember that, that there's power in that voice in how you use your voice. And as a storyteller, that's that's the biggest weapon that you have. Mm-hmm. You know, you look back at NPCs, speak differently. You have, have different voices for those NPCs. Well, definitely, you you want to try do your best to give different voices. And look, when you're doing or at that, least different mannerisms, something. Well, that too. Yeah. You know, when you're doing that kind of stuff, it doesn't look. It doesn't matter if it's accurate. Okay? Doesn't have to be. It, it doesn't have to be because you're not trying to insult anyone, and you know, when no one's doing caricature time. But you know, if your if your lead Fianna happens to sound like Lucky Charms because that's the best Irish accent you can do, that's fine as long as you're not making a joke about it. Mm-hmm. 
But also make sure, you know, the players have to understand that too, because the purpose is to ensure that they know someone else is speaking and, and to set a precedent for how that character talks, the vernacular they use, yeah. you know, not only what they say, how they say it. You and know, it makes it so you don't have to sit there and go, well, this is what he said. Right, which is... You don't have to... It's like, the boring it. way to tell that yeah, story. You don't have to label it as that character. They'll know that character based on your voice. You know, when I speak blankly and choose to not use contractions, I believe... Nate Bangering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we knew right away. Right. Yeah, you guys know... That's a character. Instantly. Yep, instantly. Yeah, he's not characters. trying to make fun of anybody. That's one of his characters. <laughs> That is one of the NPCs in our game. Yeah. That is not a monotone storyteller that he once knew when he's making fun of. <laughs> no, that's a poor bangerang. He got, yeah. He got a little, uh, a little yeah. weavered up. Yep. At least he came <laughs> back. Yes. <laughs> I mean, not only that, but like, obviously they can't see you right but, now. But we bring can. It up. Bring it we up. saw the mannerisms of just blank. Yeah. And blank I facial expression. Set up straight. Sit straight. Drop the shoulders. Posture and just blank facial yeah. expression. And we knew and immediately. Robotic. You know, meanwhile, when I'm playing a, like a more hard-ass character like Whiplash, well, first of all, he lost an eye, so I close an eye. Mm-hmm. But I also... You lean forward. Yeah. You, you throw the shoulders yeah. up. Shoulders throw the shoulders up. up like, I, like I'm talking out of my pecs. You know, I bring my head down there like that. You know, like, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of you stupid pricks got in my stuff? It's that's whiplash. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Butchers in the Shadows isn't going to call you stupid pricks. Nope. He'll have different language for it. <laughs> yeah. and, but that stuff's important. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just what they say, it's how they say it. It's your body language. And if, you know, you're playing online, like so many people are, you don't have the benefit of the body language. So what you say and how you say it is all the more important. Yes. It's, it's not an excuse to go, he says, she says, he says, you know, they say, whatever. No, it's, it's not an excuse to lazy out like that. Ring that bell. Yeah. Even if you're not good at Like, I'm not good at voices, but I'll I, try. I still try. And I'll tell you what. No one at the table laughs at Tom when he tries to put on a voice that he's not good at. Because what kind of asshole, what kind of fucking asshole does that? Well, that's, we can laugh after. Oh, yeah, funny. whatever. But, but as long as it's not during the game. Right. You know, it's respect the fact the guy is trying. Always respect the fact they're trying. Absolutely. You know, ring the bell, fucking give the credit to him, get out of cardboard town. Everything just fucking real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. But you know, let's let's circle back a little bit. And okay. we talk about we it was unfortunate, but we lost the player. We lost the player yes. in the middle of the chronicle. Yeah, that sucked. Yeah, I mean, it, yes, it did suck. And again, nothing tragic happened. It's just it, it, was, right. it was just very <laughs> unfortunate circumstances. But how do you continue that game? And how do you make sure that game continues and the pacing continues? Well, that yeah, it it really well. Don't don't use our situation because that was the pacing got really jacked. Just say yeah, exactly that something was, <clears throat> happened. Like you you are in you're in the middle of a game. Something happened and the person had to drop. Okay. How would you save it? Well, um, and obviously there's a lot of moving parts to that because right. what's the situation? You know, for example, if you guys are in the middle of the Amazon doing a job, oh boy, and next week Randy, I don't know who the fuck Randy is, but that's just fucking Randy. Randy next week Randy. Says I'm done, or I win the lotto, and I'm going to the moon. Whatever. Yeah, Randy. Randy moved to Vegas. He hit the Mega Millions. He moved to Vegas. Well, fuck. Mm-hmm. Well, Randy's getting a bullet in the head. Next story. <laughs> More <laughs> that's, than likely. That's the quick way out. That's that's the quickest way out. Is is that character is getting killed and or captured, and perhaps killed later? But there's a point to where you you maybe don't want to string that along too much. Mm-hmm. 
Because, like, look, if you're in, let's say, part three of, like, a seven-story arc, you know, and Randy's gone, and he's just, like, the damsel in distress for the rest of it, <laughs> when he's mm. dead at the end, you maybe don't care anymore because you already know Randy's not coming back, so this isn't a surprise. Like, gotcha. the characters obviously will care, and you'll be acting the part, but wouldn't it be, be better if just you didn't it see it coming a mile away, and you just rip off that Band-Aid? Yeah. yeah. You know, what if there's that chance Randy's coming back? Well, you know, and there are other options. You know, I mean, the you know middle of a longer thing, that's kind of what you're, you have to find a way to explain the character away. Mm-hmm. Um, you could have other situations, like um, the the totem, you know, uh, Randy's totem, he's a bone nar. Rat, he played Trash Mouth. He was playing Julio. Okay. So, Julio Trash Mouth. Rat, Rat summons Trash Mouth to the tribal homeland. This is it, come alone. Oh, I need just you. There yeah. you go. Yeah. You yeah, can't argue. Say no. yeah, yeah, you can't you say can. no. So you go, well, we're in the middle of something, but yeah, no. now, now, now. And you go. You, you go. go. And there's not much you can do about that. So you that's, know, yes, it's, so that's it's in game. It's not super elegant, but there's not a super elegant way to do it nine times out of ten. If you, now, now, But if, with our situation, the Thurge issue, we lost the Thurge and you had heavy Thurge aspects. So yeah. I'm just saying, as a storyteller, you lose something heavy to your story. Mm-hmm. How are you fixing that? Okay, okay. I, all right. No, that's what I, I was going to oh. let that go and then turn into this. So. Yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> um, I had to pick and choose, and I dropped like four or five chapters. Oh, wow. Flat out. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, neither did I. There, there were things I wanted to do. You know, there were visuals in my head that I wanted to express in a way. You know, like like the idea of of your teeth being replaced by roach eggs. <laughs> and here's the thing, though. I don't mean literally. But but I... I, see, I know I'm getting looks. Yeah, a little bit. And this is an, but this is an, is an example I had in my mind. Of I'm going to convey that feeling to you guys through an umbral journey without literally oh doing it. Wow. That's how I want you to feel coming out of this, out of this particular story. I'm kind of bummed now. I know. <laughs> oh. You know, I, it, it, shit like that. I so mean, you had to just fully pull some chapters. I just had to pull chapters. Okay. You know, I mean, we talked about when you guys met Scratch Eye, how well, you're not just going back. No. that's. Uh... I pulled two there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, those weren't even Umbro chapters. That was just to put the fucking Chronicle out of its misery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one was enjoying it. The pacing was gone. Uh, well, I was enjoying it, but pacing was gone, yes. Yeah. Well, once you introed Scratch Eye, I was, I was, expe- was going to have some fun with him. I mean, it's like, this will be fun. Yeah. But then you pulled the chapters. <laughs> yeah, I, I did, because it just, like, it just seemed like the right thing to do. It's fair. We did need to put that Chronicle out of its misery. Yeah. Everything it, got ruined on it. It sucks, because they weren't bad stories. I was oh, proud of the story. they were great stories. Oh, yeah. Just sucks that everything just kind of got it still had a lot of character growth and i think us and i don't want to be disrespectful when i say it but i think us losing the character helped with the rest of us in the growth because we had to pick up a lot of slack i think that's probably true although i you know i wish to shit i was able to to do some of the uh, stuff yeah i mean i do too don't get me wrong the shadows and tall trees man Uh uh-huh there's implications oh, there. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, I, I opened, if you recall, with a shared dream between oh, all yeah. of you. And yep. That, and you had each of our own individual little twists to it to f- mess with our heads. Right? Yep. And you you, yeah. had, you had mine and Danny's on the freaking nose. Yep. And it and it pulled those characters right out of their element. Mm-hmm. It yeah. made them really uncomfortable. The goat with nails for teeth eating at the pregnant woman. Yep. Gross. <laughs> But the visual. But that was how I opened it. Mm-hmm. 
Dude, I had some shit in the chamber. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But your buddy Vermillion was there doing his art. Yeah. Well, yeah. Which is an example of the kind of dark shit you were going to see the whole way through. Yep. All right, so let's twist this. You didn't lose a character. You gain a character. This can be fun. Yes. How do you put a brand... Someone wants to join your our group. An already set group. Huh? Sure. Um, well, there's a couple ways to go about that. Or the couple... Obviously, there's several ways to go about that, but there's a couple things first. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to ask your yourself as a storyteller and your new player, who we will call Andy. Okay. Because it rhymes with the other one, and I definitely don't want to be confusing at all. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Yep. Andy, we find out how experienced he is. If Andy is a brand new fucking player, well... Maybe wait till the Chronicle's over. Maybe. And then that, that's... That's, that's probably better. Yeah. Is to go, okay. Because you, you don't have time for them to babysit. Well, what I want you to do, yeah, is we, this is when we game. And I want you to get used to showing up. You know, sit down and sit just in listen. And just listen. And you can have the books to read and work on your character. Also. Take, take notes on what's happening. Yeah. Have questions. Yeah. That's it's, write them doing. down and save them until a, an appropriate time. Mm-hmm. But get used to how the game is played and how it's paced. And how everyone does their part so you, you're not coming in blind. And then you can have time to read up on the stuff you need to read up on. And when the, the storyline permits it, we can bring you in. And then at this point, you have the benefit of having a little a little bit of on-the-job experience, if you will. Yeah, I was going to say, I um, like that. an easier and cleaner introduction. Right, because there's no... It's not all brand new all at once. Right. Now, if it's a more experienced player, first of all, and this is something, if this is a new player to your group, okay, there, there are tweaks. Your, your group is weird. Okay, <laughs> let's just get that out of the way. Yeah. Your group's You're, weird. So your group does something weird. I don't care what your name is. I don't care how you play, how well you know the rules. There's something creepy or weird or gross or dumb or amazing about your group that makes it individual, that makes it different than and, everyone else's group. And that's not being a bad thing. That's just saying every group and every every game is unique. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to use the word weird or creepy because, you know, we play a game where we pretend to be goddamn werewolves. So there's a sense of normalcy here, okay? <laughs> Nobody's throwing stones. Right, yeah. And at the same time... Our game is weird and creepy to you. Oh, yeah. That's, we're not exceptions. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just throwing that out there. But make the sure point, we're all clear. But the point here, you know, is that... So there are things you're going to want to go over with that player to make sure everyone's on the same page. Yeah. There was a conversation in our Discord last night about the fair Glabro merit. What is oh. this? I didn't know what this merit was. Oh, it's a merit that you are, uh, your Glabro form uh, passes for human much easier. You look way better. It, oh. it uh, augments roles in the form. But hmm. here's the thing. Interesting. Is it's non-specific as to how. I mean, how how fair is fair. Right. You know, you know, fairest one of all that we're going to. Yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just, I'm still pondering the why. So the storyteller in question is that guy, Shano. Sean posts a picture of, um, I think it was Benicio from the, the Wolfman movie. Okay, I hope. You know, and he's yeah. looking down, and he goes, this is Glabro. And then he posts a picture of Jack from Wolf, who coincidentally was looking up. <laughs> so the two. And he says, yeah, so they were looking, they were staring at each other. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, he didn't mean to, but I'm like, oh, they're staring at each other. Um, Good job, Sean. <laughs> and, you know, it, it was a more human, you know, he was mid-transformation or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like, this is fair Glabro. And he's talking with uh, Dundee, another one I remember. He's like, yeah, this is fair Glabro, this is Glabro. People think, you know, this and that. And he's talking about how 
that, that Fair Glabro is a license to just be in Glabro all the time. Well, here's the thing. The book doesn't say either way. It's open to interpretation. It, you know, it's, it's fucking, you could land a plane in the ambiguity of, of how <laughs> fair Fair Glabro is. And so to underline that point, I mentioned that make sure you talk to, if you're talking to a different storyteller, you know, that mileage might vary. Oh, yeah. This is how he wants it. And that's fine. But the next storyteller might feel completely different. And you are be beholden to the storyteller that you are working with, not to the storyteller you used to work with. So you want to have that conversation to make sure everyone, you know, everyone is, is crossing the right I's and dotting the right T's. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. Have yeah, Establish that beforehand because that's no all important. Right? Yeah. yeah, there you go. No surprises. And just because it's different from what you're used to doesn't make it wrong. Just if you're the stubborn player looking at that going, well, I don't like that Fair Glabro is, or whatever the situation might be. Just just go with it. Just trust in the storyteller to do what they do the best way they know how. It'll be okay. That's my, that's just advice. Yeah. But, you know, if it is a, to back more to the point. I was about to say, back to. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, if this is relevant. <laughs> I know, I'm just relevant, To focus back in, you're right. Um, if it is a more established player. You know, they maybe they want to start. I would start them on equal ground with your current group. Right. Of course, this is more work on the player because they have to. to be written. Yes. yes. Yeah. If you've been Garu for 10 years, that's 10 years of fucking backstory or anecdotes or friends you had. Something. You need to know some shit. You don't need to know everything. You need to know some shit. Like a paragraph for a year. That, it would be nice. That's what I would probably start off a with. A handful personally. of stories. Yep. Handful of stories of their accomplishments for those ten years. You know, a paragraph for each year of what they did, who they've met, if they're important to them, kind of thing. Yeah, because you're building that character's whole life at that point. Yeah. And, I mean... and there, there was a neat thing, obviously. They asked what our weaknesses were. Andy mm. came in asking what the weaknesses of the pack were. Yeah, so maybe, you know, Andy's building a character that will fill in one of those gaps. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to listen so to can, an episode about filling in the gaps, which you should anyway, because that, that went different places and it became a better show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good one. I, I like that once we were done with that issue and we just like, went oh, riffing, shit. I really liked yeah, how it turned Yeah, we're done. Out. What do we do? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, no, that didn't fill a full episode. <laughs> just, it was close enough. Fuck it, here's a story. Yep. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, you know, uh, hopefully they will be helpful and cater towards some of those missing positions. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're an experienced player. That's yeah. hopefully. And with a more experienced player, you have more wiggle room to, I want to say, negotiate an entrance. Uh, no, that's a, that's a good, good way to put it. You know, I can work you in mid-chronicle, but you got to work with me here so we can find out the best way to do that. Are you a member of a pack from a local sept? You know, are you guys away in a different sept? And he's a member of a pack there that you haven't met yet and is the lone survivor of a thing. You know, or a Strider rolling through. Or, is, yeah, is he a Strider, then how easy is that? That he just fucking shows up one day. Right? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, that, that's probably the easiest I'll, one. I'll just write but, a Strider. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, at the same time, being able to wiggle that character in, your characters themselves should have that role-playing and story so they know how to react to it. Not just be like, oh, sweet, a new character, let's just bring her in immediately. Andy, let's bring Andy in immediately. Yeah, I, I know what you're doing. Okay. So it's... How would that character play that part? Well, I can't. Well, see, I can't tell you how to play a character. And, and as a player now, right? Make sure you're doing that correctly. Yeah. And, and as a storyteller, make sure they understand that. And yeah, that's true. Because you know what? Lead them that way. If Andy comes here and he sits down at this table. You know he's going to be playing. Mm-hmm. You know he's working on a character. You know next game is going to be his first game. Your character doesn't know shit. 
<laughs> you know, his At his least bo- about the pack, yes. Right. Andy's Andy's Bonar named Smash Mouth is not man <laughs> is not going to join your pack. Randy plays Julio Trashmouth. Andy plays Smash Mouth. Who's the all star? Oh, <laughs> oh, nice. Love it. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> so, so just because Smash is here, right, mm-hmm. and he's working with you for now, for whatever reason, be it Elder Mandate or Random Happenstance, Circumstance, give it a name, you know, lotto drawing, oops, you're handcuffed together, it's crazy. Whatever the reason, <laughs> right, whatever that reason, that doesn't mean that he's joined your pack. Right. It doesn't mean that you're best friends. You have to invite him into your pack. Mm-hmm. You need to create an environment where he would want to join the pack. You can't just fucking assume because Danny and Tom know that next week Andy's going to be here. Right. Because you know what you're doing? You're going to force Andy to make a different fucking character. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. It's... And then repeat the process all over again. Yeah, you don't want and then that. at one point, one of you is going to get pissed off. That why, won't he, why does he keep making new characters? Because you won't invite him into the pack, you knob. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, no, he's right. He's very right. Spoken <laughs> like it almost happened. <laughs> <laughs> it did almost happen. <laughs> what was that, Tom? No. You were, you were, what was that, Tom? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Played the fifth. Yeah, definitely not. Mm. It's the saga of trash and smash. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Oh boy! <laughs> so, so back on the the new player, and I mentioned babysitting. Yes. So, say we have quite an experienced group. They're they're on the cusp of rank three, and a new player really is interested in coming and joining. Well, and, and new player, you're brand new, yeah. to the game, yeah, like brand spanking new. Yeah. Now, How do you get them on that same level? That's, that's well, that, why I'm specifying babysitting. No, no, no. That's they're they're gonna they're gonna have to really pull some weight here. Yeah, because you got a couple options. Okay, is number one you set them about your level, and there are two things you can do there. Um, there's there's the the easy way and the hard way. <laughs> um, Let's go with the hard way first. Yeah, well, yeah, the hard way is the hard way for the player. I was going to say, which one's going to gain him the most knowledge? Because that's going to be a crash course, intensive fucking study on how to make your character, how to do it right, and to fill in that backstory. Yeah. And that's a lot. I don't recommend it, because it's a lot to ask for a new player. Yeah, for a it's, brand new player who's never done that before. Right. Here's a stack of books, get to reading them. Right. <laughs> it's an easy way to overwhelm somebody and make them think they can't do it. Mm-hmm. Even if it's perfectly, you know, you know the person. You know, and he can handle it, but you have intimidated Andy now, and he doesn't think he can, right? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So I, I generally, I don't think you should do that. Make them start at the start. And I know what you're thinking. Well, what about the power balance? Mm-hmm. You know, will you factor that into the game? You know, perhaps, uh, actually, we'll take a step back from that. Okay. Okay. Forget that for now. Your other option is to have them at an equal level. And, and this is this is the easy way. It's kind of a cop-out way. But now this is more on your storyteller is you give them amnesia. It's it's a little trite, a little bit. But <laughs> Okay, no, yeah, we've mentioned amnesia being a cop-out. We've, but, but we've done this. this you know, is, we've talked about this, how if if your storyteller has a plan mm-hmm. and can, can work that out, you can work in a great backstory for that character to make them just ultimately better. You know, I mean, you look at it this way. Um, Tom, you've credited... Uh, a lot of your uh, lack of a better term, appreciation for Crimson Ghost due to his family history, mm-hmm. right? A little bit. 
Um, and how much of that did you write? Five mm, percent. <laughs> very little. <laughs> very very answer. little. You know, yeah. I I mean, I'm the one who decided the the Garu heritage and to explore that avenue, mm-hmm. which wasn't something that was covered in your original backstory. Not at all. So it's almost the same thing, right? Yeah. You know, with stuff you didn't know. Well, this guy doesn't know either at this point. It, it's it's a bit of a cliche. I know. But I see why. I mean, you, you don't want for them to be like the level one while these guys are all level almost 99. Yeah, there's, there's a power imbalance and you want that you want the character to not feel yeah like like they're, you know, like they can't carry their weight. Right. Not only so, that, but like got to include them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this would have that will help them from a, a stat perspective be able to hold their own on your guys' level. Um, and again, now that's up to the storyteller to really don't phone in that backstory. No, you've got to flesh it in that out. And, and, you know, uncover things and integrate that into your overall plot lines. Now we go to the issue of making them start from rank one. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there are things you can do with that, too. You look at um, your second edition comic book, you know, with Mari and Elbrecht coming together for the 11 heels to past. Cool comic, yeah. You know, but <laughs> you, you look at something like that, where you find this cub and now you got to protect him. Okay, Maybe and you make that important character somehow. that they make cub. Them start at this, yeah, they make him that cub. And now you do run into the problem of a stat imbalance. Yeah. Of a, of a power imbalance. But and then, at that point you can roll it because that's the story. You can. And then what you want to do is you want to do things to make sure that that character still gets moments. Um, maybe maybe something as simple as you fudge maybe a killing blow. Mm, okay. Oh, yeah, I'm sure that's going to happen a few extra times. Yeah, you know, like, oh, Danny almost killed that spiral so that Andy can come in and finish him and feel powerful. Yeah, no, I, I know exactly where you're going with that Yeah, one. you know, stuff like that, you know, uh, because there are other options like you give the guy a clave. And that, first of all, that's a lot of extra questions. <laughs> Second of all, that can potentially breed a little jealousy. Oh, if yeah. not out of character, definitely in character. Mm-hmm. Um, it should be both. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, yeah. that's a problem. And then you run into the issue that that character, that, 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 that baby, that baby cub man, you know, um, Ashmouth. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> baby Ashmouth is going to level up and gain experience quicker. Pack of Nars, I guess. I don't know. You know? <laughs> running with you guys because you're doing you level shit. Mm-hmm. So they're going to catch up somewhat quickly. Theoretically. Yeah, I was, I was thinking that too. Like, they'll rank up just a little bit faster than you were. Right. And a little bit might be to fudge to get them closer to that. And a little bit, not a lot. Yeah. Don't go from rank one to rank three in their first story. Right. These guys have earned it. Make the make the new player earn it too, just he earns it quicker because he's doing higher level shit. So then you become the problem becomes, you know I mean, yeah, it's easier at first for them to get those stats that you guys hard fought, but it's to make things equal. But now if you give him a fucking clave the power balance is forever shifted because he's going to equal you guys eventually. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm going to have this. Pass you real quick. Yep. He's going to have that huge and advantage. That, that puts him up on a little bit of a pedestal. Right. Which is now unfair to you guys. Mm-hmm. Very. Claves for everybody. Yeah. And, and now what do we do? Like, You're right. Kind of get the fuck right. out of here. Or what do you do? You take it away. Now you've punished that player. Yeah, that was the next thing. It's like, or you take it away, but then they've already had 
you have taken something away yeah, from that. You've taken it away from them. They've already had that, like that, that cool thing. You, know, you got dessert already. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you enjoy it? Have you had a good time catching up to your friends? It's mine now. You got just the whipped cream on top, and you didn't get to the actual dessert. Yep, you took it exactly. Before you could. Yep. Yeah, it's like you spoon up that whipped cream and flick it on the table and go blowing up a teat dickhole. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty close. <laughs> you know, so you got to be careful with it. So I would recommend, yeah, keep him. If you keep him young, yeah, that's fine. He'll he'll be a little easier with the stats while he catches up. You know, and when Ash is, uh, Ash will catch up and give him those moments. Yeah, I think that's well, a her, bigger because that's Sandy. Um, <laughs> give her those. Give her those hero moments. You know, let let the couple guys. You know, oh, you didn't quite kill him, so she can. I no, I think that is a much better way to do it, especially for a new player into a group of experienced players. And I really like the let them feel it out first. You know, let them just sit in mm-hmm. and just see the pacing of it. You know, I like that. Well, and I, I rec- really do. I recommend that no matter what, because every group again is different and weird. Right. Even it's even similar. with experienced players, yeah, yeah, let them sit in and see how this group just just so they can feel themselves out and how they would fit in. Yeah, because and look, it's difficult to sit in with a group of established people like could you i mean we've auditioned people mm-hmm. and i mean scheduling is ultimately why we yeah. we haven't brought these some of these people in but can you imagine how intimidating that's got to be oh it's really the table with the three of us is a brand new fucking person yeah what do i do you and know sit back relax and enjoy the show yeah like you guys got your rhythm you know, uh, you got your rhythm with me as a storyteller. I know what I expect from you. You know what you know what I expect. Mm-hmm. So you're ready for the shit, you know? And then there's just this extra person going, who, to what, and why? This way they can ease into it and feel out their place in a group. They can, they can be at ease before they play, so they're not just dropped in blind going, who are these fucking people? You know? Oh, that's his character. That's not him. Crimson Ghost is being an asshole. Tom is not. Right. You sure? Mm, it depends on the day. Dep- yeah, honestly, <laughs> that's a coin toss. But you could certainly see yeah. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yes, but Tuesday, could- Thursday, sometimes Saturday. Oi, oi, over here. <laughs> He's talking. <laughs> you know, you could certainly see it. Mm-hmm. Or, or situation, you know, dealing as a brand new player with a brand new character in a brand new group, and you meet Whiplash for the first time. Well, it's got to be extremely intimidating. And the first thing I'm going to do is start shitting on you. Mm-hmm. You know? Because What's that's Whiplash thing? character. Mm-hmm. You know? And what did you animate one of your turds? What would happen here? You know? Or whatever. <laughs> you know? And, and so if a player doesn't know, have an idea of how the game goes, of how the NPCs are, of how people interact, they might think that's an attack on the new guy. Right. He's the new player. And not just a result of an NPC being a jerk. We would know that that's Whiplash's character. That's right. What he would do. He did it to us when it happened. He would sure as shit do it to a brand new character when they came in. Yeah. And see, you sit down and you see how these characters interact. You maybe get a better idea that, okay, the storyteller's not picking on me. Mm-hmm. You know? Or the fact that you two aren't reacting to defend this person. So that's this a norm. Often. It's, it's yeah. okay. Yeah. You know, it, it gives them an idea. Because we definitely wouldn't do anything about that. No. <laughs> yeah, Whiplash is doing its thing. But again, yeah, it's it was... It's just Tuesday, but they don't know that if it's their first day. Right. So hopefully yeah, they right. pick it up on, you know, like, us being, like, the experience back. 
And if we're not reacting to it, hopefully they pick that up too and they see that. Well, that is hopeful. But again, that's the beauty of having them sit in once or twice before you bring them into a game is they get a better idea of how things are. They get an idea what the norm is. Right. So they're not learning it on the job with all the other stressors involved with sitting with a bunch of strangers, (laughs) you know. And trying to role play. Yeah. So. (laughs) (laughs) And that's with someone of like their own sept in their cairn. How would you do that with, like, an antagonist? Well, you know, thankfully you're not playing the antagonist. I mean... The storyteller is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, um, storyteller episode, yeah. Man, <laughs> what? Oh my God. <laughs> what? Well, I mean, you know, so fortunately, I have full control over that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if you're trying to integrate with the antagonist, and I mean, this depends on if you have something, I guess, already in the chamber. Okay. All right. Because you could make a personal touch... Between that, that new player and the antagonist, you know, they had a history together or, you know, something that will better integrate that character into the storyline that's going on around them. Yeah, help them, help the new character come into that mind space. Right. And, and, you know, feel feel important. Yes. Is, you know, maybe, maybe that's dad or maybe that's the guy who killed dad or maybe, you know. That was my partner and then they turned bad. Exactly. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. You know, the Drake River song. Yeah, yes, he is. I, you know, yep. yes, he was. <laughs> I, I, I did shit. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> you know, to, uh, to to Hunter's father the same way. Yep. Jaeger. Well, at the time he wasn't. You're right. You should say Luca. He was still Luca. <laughs> yeah, he was still Luca at the time. Yeah, this guy's 60, had a lot of names. I've got like, yeah, three names. names. Up, three. Come I said on. like. <laughs> I mean, to fair, I'm on my third, so. I suppose. Yeah. But they've always, uh, whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah. The point being, you know, is you can, you know, cater those antagonists if they're not in stone already. Mm-hmm. And even then you could introduce, all right, who's to say, all right, you know, Shadows and Tall Trees, ultimately, it was you guys against Ludzaroff. You know, the Black Spiral Dancer, Ludzaroff. Right. You know, ultimately. Mm-hmm. But lo and behold, you also ran into a recurring villain mm-hmm. in Vermilion. <laughs> Right, very recurring. Yeah. Now, now let's say, buddy, for, forget forget that, right? But let's say one of the spirals in in that uh, in that fallen kin town or whatever, right? Yeah, was the cousin to the new guy to to Ashmouth or the former partner or whatever. And now that character, that character you were just gonna fodder your way through, so to speak, now it. has some importance and can get a greater focus. That maybe wasn't there before. Yeah, has that tie-in. I like that. Oh, that's a cool idea. That'll, that'll that'll rip them into the story pretty quickly. Exactly, and it was known to you guys. Until the story didn't change. Mm-hmm. It just got personal with someone else there, and then that builds character. Yeah, and that helps us build that character with them. Mm-hmm. It helps with the rapport, with the bonding. All of a sudden, everyone's got personal stakes. Oh, that's awesome. I like that. That's awesome. You know, you, you can tweak. Don't be afraid to tweak a thing if you need to tweak a thing. Or add a thing you didn't think you needed. You know, the same way I had to remove a lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, the same way you can re- you should or need to remove things if not necessary. Yeah, is things change in the story. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. That was... Story time with Porter. <laughs> <laughs> story time with Porter. Story time with Porter. Oh, no. Oh, whoa, we're making a jingle. Yeah. Get a little, little sparkle sounds at the end. Oh, like, like, like no, you know, like the more no. you know thing? We need the kazoos. Oh, shit. 
kind of threw that idea away, didn't we? I don't know that we did. I don't think we threw it away. We just haven't gotten kazoos. <laughs> that would have been amazing. <laughs> right? Oh, opportunity missed. We'll try and bring it back. Kazoo Jamboree is not necessarily... Not necessarily canceled. It's not canceled. <laughs> it might be postponed. Postponed, okay. It was rained out. <laughs> the air date hasn't been set. <laughs> All right, you guys. This is uh, this has been a pretty great time, actually. Yeah. Um, I, I, I dug the shit out of this. Yeah, this is a lot of fun. Yeah, story time with Porter. It's a, <laughs> that might be the episode name. It might be the, we made it. We did it. Oh, perfect. Cut and print. Cut and print, yep. <laughs> And we uh, don't have Cubs Corner or anything, do we? No, we don't. Um, so Guys, that's right in. in. Yeah, that's your fault. <laughs> right. We need questions. <laughs> We've had some good ones, but like these are those are saved for like the junk drawer. That's gonna be junk drawer. Yeah, and, too, uh, and hey, that's a good one too. But that's got to be saved for Tale of Two Wolves three. Coming soon. We, we've had a few new members hit the Discord too, like brand new to the game. I yeah, mean, guys, we, send us some questions. Yeah, like it's it's okay. And you know, just because we call it Cubs Quarter doesn't mean it has to be like, specifically like, for the Cubs. Yeah, like, right. like like a baby question. It could be a real one, right? Yeah. That that sounded. There's, I don't know how else to do it. There's right. no other I way. Mean, there really <laughs> is no other way to word it, but it is. But it, it could be a more complicated question. Right. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. But we Send tend to be in. saving those complicated ones for the, the lengthier right. episode. And so, you know, maybe maybe we just cut the corner and we use that stuff for Junk Drawer Diaries and we use it for Tale of Two Wolves. And maybe that's just what we do now. Well, write it in, guys. Let yeah, us know what you yeah. think. Yeah, let case, us know yeah. about that too, hey. Yeah. Yeah. Right in. The email is the most important one. Rageacrosspodcast at gmail.com. Yes. I haven't said that one in a while. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. But the reason why that's the most important is that helps us keep track of those questions. Yeah, we don't lose them that way. <laughs> yeah, they will not be lost. They get instantly tracked on the email. For example, if I may, Ghost Paw, I'm 90% sure it was Ghost Paw, it's been a few weeks, <laughs> wrote in a question that we have not answered because we have not had time to look up because we had to change studios. Oh, that's right. <laughs> right. I, 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 we were saving that one for Junk Drawer, I thought. Well, we're gunning then. Yeah. It is now. You heard it. Yep. Danny promised. Yeah, you Danny know what? Promised. Danny promised Ghostpaw, so if it doesn't happen, you know where to go. Ghostpaw, I got you. Don't worry. Yeah. We didn't forget it. We didn't forget it. We, we just... know it's there. We're saving it for junk drawer. Okay, that's it. You heard him. So, but yeah, maybe maybe that's it. Yeah. Either way, if you guys don't write in with we don't your know stuff, we can't do it. We can't do a junk drawer if we don't have junk to drawer. We can't... Uh... <laughs> that's a sentence. Yeah, that's right. You know, there can't be a tale of two wolves if... There's no we tail. If we don't have enough tails. Yeah, there's not enough tails. <laughs> you know, the pen and tail and donkey thing. We ran out of tails. And donkeys. And <laughs> No, you got one sitting right across from you. Oh. Hey-o. Burn. Hey-o. Grab this like that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I think that's going to do it for today. Oh, yeah. Um, and we thank you all for listening, for sticking with us. You know how to help if you can. Please do. Um, but behalf, uh, I'm, I'm behalf of everyone here at Scratch and Wolf Studio. We want you to uh, thank you for listening. You take care of yourselves. Tune in next time and uh, keep howling. We'll see you.